Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in. This episode is brought to you by my course, Rest Assured. If you've been struggling with falling asleep, or staying asleep, or just not waking up feeling well-rested, you've come to the right place. Cognitive Behavioral Therapy for Insomnia, or CBTI, is the gold standard intervention in the management of insomnia. Rest Assured is a digital course that walks you through CBTI, step-by-step, with everything you need to succeed. Each of the six weekly modules guides you through some important background information for the different techniques, explores the evidence-based techniques in detail, provides multiple examples of exercises so you can find the one that works for you, and reviews the work you've completed since the last module. And rest assured, it's just not another DIY left to your own devices, but rather, you get direct access to me, a board-certified sleep physician in twice-monthly office hours, where you can ask me face-to-face any questions you may have about the course material. So check out www.wellrestedmd.com slash RA to learn more. That's wellrestedmd.com slash RA. Or just head to the homepage and click on courses to learn more. Enjoy the episode. Hey friends and neighbors, you're listening to the Well Rested Podcast, episode number 17, Gratitude. I'm your host, Dr. Joshua Lennon. It's Thanksgiving week. And I'm so grateful that of all the ways that you can spend your time, you've lent me your ears for these brief moments. In this week's episode, I want to spend just a few minutes to talk about gratitude. Tis the season, after all. And the fruits of a gracious attitude expand well beyond a pleasant holiday. So happy Thanksgiving to you all. I'm thankful for the opportunity to do this podcast. A special thanks to my family for giving me up for an extra 15 minutes or so every week to do a little recording and all the prep and editing afterwards. Special thanks to my daughters who teach me that there's always more to learn. Very special thanks to my wife, the most important person in the universe. I'm grateful for the wonderful sleep team I get to work with every day at our sleep lab, including our nurse practitioners, medical assistants, our registered sleep technologists, marketing team, and administrators. I'm thankful for all the patients who let us figuratively come into their bedroom and try to tease out what might be going wrong and help make it better so that they can get a better night's rest and wake up feeling more like themselves the next morning. It is truly a privilege to be involved in somebody's health care. I'm grateful for all the students, trainees, residents, and fellows at the university for the opportunity to participate in their education, to have a little say in shaping what kind of healthcare providers they will become. It is good to be thankful. We like it when others thank us. It feels good. It validates our efforts, rewards our generosity. But gratitude also confers many benefits on the thankful themselves. Gratitude has been shown to improve sleep. And it seems to do this specifically by reducing pre-sleep arousal. When we are gracious, we are calm. It is hard to be agitated and grateful. Try it. Think of something that really just ruffles your feathers. and now. Try to say through that with gritted teeth something that you're grateful for. And hard to do. The two states are incompatible. When we are grateful, when we practice thankfulness, 
we become less aroused, more calm, more at ease. And the less aroused we are, the more calm we feel, the easier it is to transition into sleep. Gratitude has been shown to improve daytime energy and total sleep time. And this is not to say that this is some kind of magical elixir to solve every sleep problem, but gratitude as an intervention. Not talking about grateful people as a personality trait, but an intervention of practicing some gratitude has been shown to significantly increase the total amount of sleep, both in the short term and the long term, weeks after the gratitude exercise. Gratitude improves quality of life. It has been shown to reduce chronic pain. Gratitude as an intervention has been shown to reduce the severity of pain for those with histories of osteoarthritis, the most common type of joint pain, like for back and knee and shoulder pain, and in those with fibromyalgia and headaches. Gratitude has been shown to improve well-being. It improves life satisfaction. Scales of self-rated wellness get better after an intervention for gratitude. The same studies actually show that blood pressure is better. Our autonomic unconscious nervous system is more calm when we practice gratitude as an intervention, not just as a trait. Gratitude reduces depression and anxiety. There's an increased sense of social connection which is contrasted against the sense of isolation that happens with depression. Gratitude increases the activity in our prefrontal cortex, a part of the brain that helps to keep in check our amygdala. More gratitude equals more control over our emotions. This study was done when employees were asked to write a letter to a colleague thanking them for some experience they had as a coworker, and then they were put in a brain scanner. And they could see these changes, this increased activity in certain regions of the prefrontal cortex compared to those uh, in a scanner under a control condition. And in this instance, it, it wasn't the initial formation of a grateful thought, which was the writing of the letter, but it was in rereading their gratitude later on that showed these changes. We also know that trait gratitude, for example, like a personality type, is also best associated with sleep quality and reduced depression. But gratitude is not a fixed trait, but it is a skill that can be learned. There's plenty of randomized control trial data now demonstrating that anyone can improve gratitude with practice. And this leads to improved outcomes in all sorts of areas of their lives. It's a simple process, like learning anything new. It just requires practice and repetition. So here's your homework for this Thanksgiving week. A nightly gratitude exercise. Every night, shortly before going to sleep, spend just a minute or two and write, not think about, but write down three things that you're grateful for. They can be big or small, old or new, could be material, could be bodily, could be something emotional, could be a social, could be a skill or a capacity, doesn't matter. Here's my list for today. And of course, you know, there's no right or wrong answer here, and there's not a particular order of importance. But number one, I'm grateful for my wife. 
She is just an extraordinary human specimen. And she's the light and the love of my life every day. Number two, I'm grateful for my breath. As of now, I've never suffered asthma or any other respiratory ailment, and my breath is clear. It's calming. It's ever-present, and I'm thankful that I can always turn to it, rely on it, any second of any day. Number three, I'm grateful for our gorgeous sun, this ball of nuclear explosions, the most powerful icon in the universe. Rain or shine, happy days or sad, brings our planet warmth, feeds our plant life, gives us seasons, days, nights. Its reflections echoing across our solar system have given us a cosmic perspective that is ever mind-bending. What are you grateful for? Try writing it down. Whether one, two, or three things, they don't have to be profound. Everything counts. Enjoy your holiday. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. And thank you for listening.